Hi there, this is Anne. I don't know if you caught the last video, but I had mentioned I'd be out for a week, so I am back. But I wanted to pop in and mention that during this video, I demonstrated a couple of acupressure points. And if you want to see those, you can go to the Animal Intuitive channel on YouTube. There, there's always a link in the description for each show that corresponds with the audio. But if you want to just search it, you can do that too. Otherwise, I hope you find this helpful and enjoy the show. You're uh, excited because we're going to be talking about wood element. It is spring uh, season now, and in the spring season, we talk about wood element. So get ready and, um, you know, think about if your pet meets some of these personality, behavioral, maybe even some physical characteristics. Come on, all you doggies, won't you walk with me? I'm the puppet, 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 puppet. So I'm just going to say I have wood element surrounding me. I have a wood element dog, I have a wood element cat, and I have a wood element husband. Um, <laughs> so I feel like I'm, I'm pretty well like versed in this. At the same time, my wood element dog is not happy that he's been left alone in a bedroom with the door shut. He's not thrilled about that, so you're probably going to hear him. Um, <laughs> and he's a wood element German Shepherd, so that even makes it, it more interesting. Wood element is part of the five element theory in traditional Chinese medicine. And also welcome everybody who's here. Hi. You know, I don't know if I'm supposed to go by your first name. I know your first name, SK, but I I don't know if I'm supposed to say it when I, so I will just say hi, S. Um, <laughs> and I appreciate you being here and anyone else who is here. Five element theory is uh, really interesting. This is actually the final season. I've done all of them. This is the uh, last one. And um, usually you would start with this one because it's spring. And what element is all about like, you know, rebirth, birth, renewal, all that kind of stuff. And um, unfortunately, I didn't start it like that. I started <laughs> in the summer last year. <clears throat> so a little out of order, which is like perfect for this show. Also, if you get anything out of this, please do like, subscribe, and share. It's how the show grows. It's the only way to do anything on YouTube. <laughs> they don't really help you out that much. So um, five element theory includes, oh, okay. So I can go by your, your real name, okay. Five element theory has, you know, wood, is the one we're in now because it's spring here in in the United States. Um, wood fire is the summer. Earth is like late summer, and then metal is autumn. And then did I say yeah? And then metal is autumn, and then and water is like the winter season. Now we're in the spring. So, uh, in five element theory, each element is associated with different organ networks is what how it's worded um, different colors emotions tastes sensory organs and it just helps to kind of guide people in a more natural way to better understand what's going on with either themselves or their animals of course this is the animal intuitive show i didn't even say that i'm your host Anne angela webb and um I am certified in animal acupressure, which is a part of traditional Chinese medicine. I'm also a professional animal communicator, an animal massage practitioner. I work with essential oils and energy work as well. I'm also a licensed clinical social worker, but that doesn't always come up on the show too much. But So uh, the five elements, they really help with um, figuring out how to balance energies in the body. Um, it can contribute to everything from personality to health and well-being. Um, 
So just to give a really brief, I'm not going to go heavy duty into any history or anything like that. We are going to do acupressure points too, as we more towards the end, but there is something called the, uh, the Yellow Emperor's Classic of Medicine. It's an ancient treatise on health and disease, and it's said to have been written by the famous Chinese emperor. I, mean, I hope I can say this right. I've tried to practice it, but I'm probably going to mess it up. But Huang Di around 2600 BC. However, Huang Di is actually a semi-mythical figure, and the book probably dates from later, around 300 BC, and it might be a compilation of the writings of several authors. So in any case, it's, it's a reference book for people who do things with, you know, who practice tr traditional Chinese medicine, which includes acupressure. The book takes the form of a discussion that goes on between this, between Huang Di and his doctor, and it, he inquires about health, disease, and, and how to heal treatment. So the Yellow Emperor said, uh, "The principles of Yin, it should, yeah, the principle of Yin and Yang, Yang, is the foundation of the uni entire universe. It underlies everything in creation. So this is the the." yin yang symbol everyone's seen it um and it's all just kind of it says it all it's all about the light the dark the um solid the fluid it's it's about balance it kind of comes in well it does come from taoist philosophy so the key in taoist philosophy to a long healthy life is to follow the tao which is the natural way of the universe um, and the, the concept is that health and illness are caused by an imbalance of yin and yang, and that they're influenced by five elements, water, fire, metal, wood, and earth, on, and they influence the organs of the body. And the organs um, of the body are thought to interact in ways that maybe to us now don't, they might seem a little odd to Western if you're you know, if you really just do pretty much like Western medicine, you know, when you really start digging into it, it, it makes sense, especially if you're somebody that appreciates kind of the natural flow of things and um, flow going with with nature and following the way that you can kind of see even just in the natural world how how things work and apply it to the human body. Uh, and we'll get more into that. So what element is all about like the you know life coming to life going from being indoors to outs outdoors you know as you think of spring it's like that you're going from being inside to outside you're you know interacting more with other people your pets are interacting with other people and other animals there's more kind of you think about life essentially it just kind of sums it up the organ systems that relate to what element are liver and gallbladder. Gallbladder is the dotted line, by the way, and that's the one that's the really long run. As you can see, it's running over here all the way behind the ear, all the way down, kind of drops down to the side of the body, along the ribs. It goes back along kind of the, the hips, pelvis, and then it curves along those hind legs, comes all the way down to the um, bottom there and I'm going to show you a couple one acupressure point on that meridian I'm going to show you two acupressure points on the liver meridian which is this dark line the solid line I'm sorry um, that starts here in the rib cage and kind of goes up and around passes over the knee along the side of the leg and comes 
down. Okay, so wood element is, think about gall, guts, decision making. That's an associated sort of characteristic. They, these The people who have the liver and gallbladder um, type, the wood element type of personality, tend to be more um, like headstrong, confident, go forward, do work, you know, think about it, spring, rebirth, renewal, rising up, push up from the earth. Okay, so though in with these in, in traditional Chinese medicine, the way this is viewed is that, so these, re, these organs are responsible for the smooth flow of qi and blood in the body. Um, and also can regulate emotions. So they also toxify, detoxify the body and make sure our nutrients are going where they're needed. And the strength of this element is one of thriving and growing. So if somebody has wood element as dominant in their personality, they tend to be somebody who's going forward, thriving, growing, um, they may, you know, this may include an increase in status or roles. So if your pet is wood element, it's, you know, you can kind of just apply some of these, you know, characteristics to, to your pet. Um, they tend to be the kind of animal that is going to be more of a leader. They're going to like to be athletic. They're going to be more, you know, energetic uh, and, and also adventurous. I'm going to talk a little bit about the physical for a second. When things are going, you know, well, the wood element tends to have um, good nails and claws. Those are we call external manifestations. And strong tendons and ligaments. Some some texts will talk more about like the muscles instead of tendons and ligaments. I, you know, you see both. Uh, but you get the idea. So <laughs> they tend to be, you know, have strong legs um, and also have bright, clear eyes. That's the um, the sort of outer way that we, when you're, it's the, it's the way that you can recognize it coming kind of through them as opposed to like the, the I don't know, the, the, the nails in the closet is a physical way, you know, to look and see, but the, you know, it's, it's the opening, the sensory organ to the body that's, that represents or is represented in wood, wood element. They also tend to be more slender. So actually in people, they tend to be more of like a long face, body and fingers, similar to a tree. Now, um, Green is the color also, and this is sort of synonymous with wind. So wind, you think of spring, um, the nature of wood is e like an easy movement in the, str in the, in the wind. So, uh, you know, they're not going to be, um, they're going to be able to withstand wind like a strong tree. Um, they also may, just kind of going back to the personality too a little bit, they tend to be a personality that isn't going to mind the challenge challenges. So 
if you go into like thinking about how this applies to an animal in life, um, practically, these are the these are all when wood element is balanced. But if you have an animal, and you can also think about this as, as people too, sometimes that helps when you're trying to understand this stuff is to think about it as people first or as yourself, like which element am I? And as I mentioned, you could go back and watch my other videos and I'll have that link too. Um, either at the end, I'll have it up in the corner thing or I'll and I'll have it in the description too. But I think it helps kind of sometimes to think more about it as people and then think about it as animals. That's just me, but um, an animal that is um, unbalanced or imbalanced when it comes to like the personality characteristics, if an animal's um, wood element is imbalanced, they tend to be, they can be more angry, um, sometimes anxious, but anger is associated with liver chi stagnation. So chi is the life force energy in the body. So if that's stagnated, it kind of can cause this, this backup. And if you think about it, you know, that can cause anger. Um, you can't release it. And the way to help with that when you're dealing with an animal or a person with who has, who's more, you know, has the wood element out of balance, the liver gallbladder imbalance um, is to get out in nature, to recharge, to be amongst trees and greenery, take time to relax, maybe some essential oils diffusing. Um, sometimes these individuals can be kind of like OCD. Um, they might have all this energy and power, but it's not very well controlled. It can be like, at, you know, all over the place. And, and that can end up looking like OCD. Um, they can be sort of obsessive and compulsive trying to get control, but it's going like out of hand. They can also be ambivalent too, um, when it's like in a weakened state and they might need some purpose given to them to help them to become more focused and to have that job so that they have that, something they can put their energy and focus into. They can be not sharing, um, they can be domineering if it's out of balance, if what element is out of balance. However, if you, and also another thing you can do to help balance them is to take them to classes like an animal that um, needs something to focus on and have a job like agility or um, some just sort of training like um, a work-related training, something where they really get their energy out. Maybe those barn hunt type things internally some of the issues that can be going on physically um, they may have migraines pain tension stiffness especially in the neck shoulders and sides of the body so if you think about that going back to our diagram look at where these meridians run okay neck shoulder sides of the body can also have difficulty with leg to the trunks trunk of the body um, and then also dry cracked nails does my cursor work here I don't think it shows up but I'm pointing at the, the pause dry cracked nails um, also TMJ um, attention deficit issues 
excessive sighing and indigestion, muscle spasms. Remember I said it can be related to muscle, so or tendon and ligament, sometimes considered muscle. Um, reproductive issues, reproductive issues, digestive problems, eye problems, toxic issues, um, and hepatitis, gallstones. Okay, I'm going to get to that question just a second, Sinead, after just one moment. I do, I do see that. Um, now, something to keep in mind is when you're thinking about, okay, what perhaps element am I or what is my animal? Um, and it's really the dominant one. So um, it's, a lot of times there's more than just one. It's not always just that you have, you, you could have a couple of um, elements that, that influence you but there's usually one dominant one um and sometimes that will relate to your birth time of year um so actually my my husband's born in late january so he doesn't but he's from los angeles so um california so that you know he i guess spring you know i it, it's kind of starting a little bit earlier there than here. I mean, we're now like kind of, we're in spring. We just started spring a few days ago here on the East Coast. So, you know, that kind of fits for him. Um, my cat, Tierna, oh, Tierna's my cat that passed last year. Wrong cat. Our cat, uh, <laughs> uh, Tierna wasn't really what element. Um, but our cat, Chia, is what element? I believe. I, I think we've had her now since October 31st. And that's what I'm sussing out. She just turned two on March 22nd. And I'm pretty sure she's she's wood element. She Because she's so little, she doesn't really have any obvious physical issues. So it's kind of a little bit like, oh, you know, you're trying to kind of figure it out. And I'm basing it more on personality and like body type. I'm going to be using her as a model. You'll see some videos I have of her. She's, oh. Is she showing up in the video? I'm looking at my page here. Let me see. She's right behind me. There she is. Okay, so you have a lot of dark shadows today. It's like, it's terrible when they really are bad with the lights. If I don't have the lights right, it's like every like crevice on your face is filled with a dark. Like, it's just lovely. I need one of those makeup um, people like beauty channel people to come and get me ready for this show every week. I usually kind of run in here, I'll like throw myself together. I'm more focused on getting the work ready. So especially if I'm doing something prepared like this. Um, anyway, this is not a beauty show. So <laughs> anyway, Gia is wood probably. You can see her up there. She's on her tower. Uh, I did lower the tower this week. Ooh, this is getting furry to fix this but I did lower her tower um I switched it because in other episodes you couldn't see her the tower is like the second they had, her other one is higher so you wouldn't really know what I was talking about she'd be up here or, you know now you can see her okay so and my dog Kane is wood element and I forgot to bring a picture of him but he's not I'm not like featuring him as the model but he is a German Shepherd and he's a big, you know, really into focused work. He does very well, responds very well to training. Now that German Shepherd, you know, their, that his birthday was last week. So 
also kind of falling into that idea of the spring, the birthday. Um, he's very, he does very well with focus and training. And when he doesn't have that outlet, more so than other dogs, he struggles. He can get irritable, barks a lot. Um, and I, you know, yes, that's a, that's a, he's a working dog breed, but I would say probably more so this, this characteristic of, of his than some. There's some that just, even though they're a working dog breed, they're probably not going to be quite as like pushed to be, um, to have their like energy focused. Um, and it's interesting because he actually had an injury that I've talked about in other episodes that kind of permanently affects his right arm. So he can't, he's, he can't be quite as athletic as he might need to be to get that energy out. So it's especially challenging for him. And it means we have to be even more proactive about like helping him to, to, to focus that energy. Um, it's a bit of a challenge, but okay. So, and you know, it's, sometimes there's just these interesting little coincidences you want, if you want to call them that, but like my husband is, um, his specialty is, um, he's a contractor, but he, his specialty is wood like carpentry. So he, you know, this, that's interesting. And my grandfather, I don't know his birthday, but someone in my family, that's another wood person, but he since passed. If my mother's watching, maybe she could tell me if he would be springtime birthday. I don't remember. Um, so, okay. So there are other ways to balance them. So there's activity, there's, um, things like essential oils, as I mentioned, you might want to with a wood element animal. Um, I like to work intuitively with essential oils. There are plenty of, uh, you know, even studied things, applications for certain types of oils, but I work as intuitively as possible. And with animals, definitely we want to be using a high quality essential oil and we want to dilute often with animals, especially the smaller animals. So, but in general, you might want to be thinking about more of a wood oil, um, like vetiver or um, vetiver, sandalwood, cedarwood. Definitely look into how to use them appropriately with animals. I have a handbook on my website. It's free. You can download it as one source. And also for just helping to move chi in the liver, there's certain oils like lavender, peppermint, um, bergamot, chamomile. Those can be helpful with that. Now, definitely you want to do our research. You want to make sure you're use, you know, using them properly. Yes, you can use essential oils with animals, cats too, but it's just a matter of using them the right way. And I have episodes about that too. I'm, this isn't about that, but... Um, and also there's a time, oh, my grandfather's birthday is February 3rd. So in Texas, <laughs> or he was from Oklahoma, maybe that is kind of getting into spring wood element. So that's interesting. Um, 
Okay, so the clock for traditional Chinese medicine is based on a 24-hour clock, and um, each each um, organ system has a two-hour window where it like dominates, and it's actually a good time to do acupressure if you can. Uh, with wood element, gallbladder and livers are 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. for gallbladder, so you maybe aren't going to be doing acupressure at that time, and livers 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. There is a theory, though, that, and it doesn't mean these points aren't good to work at other times. I'm just saying that, you know, it can be beneficial to work them in their in their window there, their two-hour window. But there's a theory that doing it at the opposite can be good, too, like the 12-hour the opposite time. So 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. for gallbladder, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. for liver. Okay. Um, and then also food can be a way to help with balancing um, the body out. And I, I'm not going to go into that. There are, you could do some research on that there. You know, I have seen where things like um, eggs, chicken can be good for what element. Um, when we're talking about animals, you know, focusing on the meats just first, what they tend to go for, the proteins with cats and dogs, especially. Um but that isn't my specialty, so I, I don't go too far into that. Um, there are some websites out there. I've even seen some companies now that are making food specifically based on the um, five elements, which is interesting. Um, I did want to talk about, I was going to bring one up and kind of show their site and see what you know they had in it and everything, but I had, I had emailed them with a question about where they get their ingredients and they didn't get back to me in time for this. And I don't want to talk about something that I don't, I can't kind of stand behind. So without knowing that, I didn't want to get into it. Excuse me. Um, there are, are also herbs. Like I found, I did find this website that I thought was pretty interesting. And I'm going to show you that because this is helpful. Trying to find that part of the article. There it is. Okay. So he talks about cleansing the pet's livers, and we don't usually focus on that in the West, he says. Uh, but the liver is a digestive organ responsible for detoxifying. Remember, I mentioned toxins. Uh, detoxing is related to liver. And storing over and over the years, the impurities get, they can clog up the liver, become sluggish. The liver does not like processed food, and this is a major health implication when feeding heat-processed pet food to dogs and cats. So adding beets, carrots, or mustard greens to a fresh, wholesome diet can benefit the liver. Herbs like turmeric, black pepper, basil, and dill keep the liver health, and herbs that clean cleanse the unhealthy liver, dandelion, milk thistle, and Oregon grapefruit. And then he does mention a little more food, lettuce, cucumber, seaweeds, and celery will also help detox the liver. But I would encourage you, you know, I'll actually put his link in the description if you want to go check this out more in detail. Okay, so liver one, this is Gia's right paw. I know, I'm sorry about the picture, but see, that's her little tail and that's her paw. You can freeze it here. When I get the paw in view, I'm going to pause it. <laughs> Okay, so, <laughs> all right, so this is liver one. It's also called 
Da Dune, and it's um, you don't necessarily need to know this, but it's it's a Jingwell point, which is like they go along the um, pause, and they're important points for for balancing. Um, they can be good for like if something's off balance in the meridians, and you want to do it kind of more like quickly, like okay, let's just let's let's attack this. Um, so Jing well point, and it's the concept of like the well, the bottom of the body, the paw. Um, the Jing well point regulates and tonifies the liver. It helps to spread liver chi, and it helps to contain the blood. So um, some of the benefits are estrus issues, urinary incontinence, all kinds of bleeding. So I know it's a little hard to see in this video because of her fur, but um, this is located on the lateral or the outside of the second. Okay, this is the hind paw. Okay, so the lateral side of the second digit, which is the most inner uh, toe. And if there's no hind dew claw, uh, which a lot of them don't have, um, it would be the, the first um, claw there. And it would be, um, I know it's a little confusing. Sometimes it's even, as I'm looking at it, like in reverse as I'm talking, it kind of messes me up. But as you're looking at the, this is her right paw, okay, but it's her hind one. And you're looking at, so the most inner digit. And it's on the, it's the most inner digit claw, but it's the most, the outer side of that. So, like, I'm going to use my thumb as an example. Um... Instead, you know, we're talking about the paw, but I'm going to show you my thumb. So it's the most inner digit, but it's it's the outer side of it, like going towards the outside of the body. I hope that makes sense. I know it's a little confusing. So that is liver one. And, you know, so this might be something that we you would use to just, you know, regulate and tonify the liver. It's a good general point. It spreads liver chi. If you think that your pet's um, a little off balance, it helps to just spread it, um, diffuse it kind of, you know, get it moving throughout the body. Um, and then, it, you know, if your pet is, I'm going to show you how to how to use the how to do this, too. Um, but if your pet is um, having any physical issues that are of any concern, I am not a vet, so please take your animal to a veterinarian. Um, it doesn't, you know, hurt also before you do any acupressure, although, I mean, acu doing acupressure at home is relatively risk-free, and I will always tell you if there's some reason to not use a point, like there's a couple points you don't use in pregnancy, I have it a few in my videos, um, but I am telling you, you know, check with your vet um, if you have any concerns um, about their health. Make sure to do that. And always, you know, feel free to, you know, check with them if you, before you even do acupressure, if you want to be doubly um, extra careful. 
So when we do acupressure, we are going to press gently um, on that point, and it's right on the outer edge of the nail bed, so the claw. Um, you're going to press gently for about 30 to 60 seconds, and you can do a little circle even. I really like to work intuitively, so if you just kind of listen, feel how your vet is, um, how your pet is responding to the acupressure, you know when the energy has shifted, which is what you want. When an animal sighs, um, sometimes they'll roll, you know, lay down or roll over or pant or uh, lick their lips. Um, there's all sorts of indications that it's moved and it's usually just some little shift, some little subtle shift normally. Although sometimes they will get up and walk away. I'm gonna show you a video of Gia reacting in a, a different way um, than in that video. So, <laughs> and when they do that, you just, you can come back to it. If they don't, if they, if you do it for 30, 60 seconds and then they walk away, that's probably, you know, you're probably done with it for, um, you know, a while. You can do it the next day. If there's something going on a little bit more, you know, um, concerning um, that, you know, you've checked out and everything's, you know, it's okay to have them at home, but like maybe they're having some kind of issue that's ongoing, chronic, and you want to kind of like start the first day doing it two, maybe three times a day, um, you can do that. Um, just watch and be intuitive about it. Watch and see their response to it. Animals, especially cats, are very clear about what they need and they'll show you if they don't want you doing it. And they'll show you if they're liking it and they want it. They're very intuitive about what they need. Um, so you can do a circular motion or you can just press uh, on that point. Sometimes when you're dealing with the paws, they can be a little bit, you know, testy about that. But when it comes to things that benefit them, a lot of times animals, and especially when they're re things like this, energy work, even animals that sometimes aren't, don't react so well to having things like their paws touched will react better. But just be aware of how your animal's responding. And, you know, you just, um, once they're done, they're done. Okay, so, and it's always nice when you approach them too to make sure that you yourself are very grounded. Take a deep breath, exhale before you approach them. Make sure you're not like all up in your head, especially if you're concerned about something that's going on with them. Usually animals don't like that energy and it's not necessarily really good for them to have us putting our worry on them so make sure you <laughs> you're in check before you approach them and, and work with them you know you might want to do some of these points on yourself before you do them on your pet and that way you can be better prepared for helping them and by the way, shameless plug, I have a <laughs> video coming out soon, a downloadable class. I'm going to be showing more with using acupressure for um, helping your pets with animal communication. And so part of doing acupressure with animals is that we um, can pick up what's going on with them better sometimes when we're physically 
touching them and really in that contact with them, especially if you're new to or not as confident about your animal communication. Sometimes when you're actually physically touching them and you're just sitting and being peaceful with them and doing something like acupressure, it can help you to better pick up on how they're feeling and what's going on with them. And oftentimes it's just sort of like a sudden thought will come into your head that, oh, I I hadn't thought about it that way. Or, you know, a different perspective that you realize is the animal giving you their thoughts and their feelings. So when you're doing acupressure, just be very still and take advantage of that opportunity to really connect in with them and listen to what they're saying and how they're feeling, how they're experiencing. Um, you know, maybe they're, they are having some behavioral issues like somebody I know. And <laughs> sometimes doing acupressure with them can help you to connect in and, with, and bond with them. And it helps to sort of cross the bridge Um bridge the gap. I don't know when things are going on that are sometimes challenging in their behavior. So speaking of which, (laughs) um, on to our next point. Okay. So this is liver three. (laughs) It's my sweet angel. So this is also called Tai Chong or Great Surge. Um, So as you can tell, (laughs) Gia wasn't so thrilled to have me working on this point. Um, that, That once again, this is Gia in a calm state. Gia can be a little bit temperamental. Um, we, we love and adore her. Sometimes we call her Karen. Um, she's a large animal. And so, you know, we talked about wood element having like strong legs, strong body. She's long, tall. Um, she's a female cat. And the last time we checked, she was 11 pounds, which is big. She's two and they can keep growing. She's part Norwegian forest cat. We're pretty sure. Um, so they can keep growing. So she's a, a larger animal. She's extremely strong. I was trying to get a, a video of her like jumping and I failed to do that before I got on here. I meant to do it and forgot. But she can just like pull herself up on anything and this just got this strong body like this tower will sometimes move and um, she likes things the way she likes them. She likes things to be the way she wants them to be. And um, she's extremely athletic and playful like she wants to be focused on um a toy or running around and doing something climbing like a lot of the time when she's awake um and she gets very frustrated when we we don't comply with what she wants um and this sounds like I, i i love her dearly we have our we have wonderful moments Um, she's been waking, I've been having, having her next to me when I wake up sometimes in the morning. So that's really nice. And, you know, she's going to mellow. She's only two as well. And, but some of these, like, they're cute, these personality. I mean, she's a cat, so you're not like angry. Um, but she can be slightly, you know, she can get into things. So this is all part of that, like wood personality. Like she can, if you don't, keep her occupied with things that you would like her to play with, 
she can start to get into things that you do not want her to get into to keep herself occupied. Um, so yeah, so going back to this, uh, the liver three point, I'm going to play the video again. I've like forced her to stay there and endure this terrible experience. But she stopped as I was doing it. So that told me that it was a good thing that perhaps the energy was beginning to shift for her pressing on this acupressure point. So that point is good for releasing physical and emotional tension <laughs> to, sorry, to reduce stress and anger, depression, um, it can help with blood pressure and pain, um, including menstrual cramps. Um, I'm going to show you that point. I can't really, let me see if I can show you. Whoops. We're going into another point here. Stop. Nope. Um, we'll go back to me. Okay. There, there we go. So that point is located. Now that's her left hind paw. Okay. So you're going towards the inner left hind paw and it's between the second and third metatarsal bones. So those are those little bones where the um, claws or like the sort of the toes of the cat come to a point together. Um, and as mentioned, because she does not have that outer like dew claw that a lot of them don't have, you'd be talking about her most outer claw and then the one to the to the left of that. Thank you, Sinead. And I am going to come to your question too. Um, okay. So let me know if that's clear. Cause I don't know if this is, if this is clicking with everybody looking at these pictures. I, I previously have done used just drawings, but I thought this would be live action helpful, but I don't know. Um, I'm hoping this is helpful. So The final point that I'm going to show you is gallbladder 34. Um, okay, so gallbladder 34, I'll play it for you first just to get, see. This is her left knee, Gia's left knee. So this is her knee. So we're gonna go. Wait, her, no, this is her right knee. That's a mistake. So it's the top of like, if you think about your calf. And then you have your your um, fibula um, bone, and you're going to the top of it, so it's like the bottom of the knee. And then you follow that down slightly on the side of it, and there's like a little depression. It goes inward, and that's gallbladder 34. And oh, I'd like to show you that again, but it's just I don't know why it's not. Um, I think it would help to see it again, but um, that point is um, on the gallbladder meridian. So gallbladder 34, it's an, it's an influential point it's called. So 
It influences the tendons and it's specifically for pain in the lower extremities. So think about the location of it. It's, it's, you know, near the knee. So it's like between the bottom of the leg, the top of the leg. Um, and the tendons can get almost like freeze up during spring after they've been somewhat dormant during the winter. Um, so this point can help with that and it can regulate and tonify liver and gallbladder can spread liver chi so also helping as i mentioned before it can help to like move the chi through the body if it's stagnated um it can also extinguish what's called liver wind so um the way that traditional chinese medicine views wind is wind is like a pathogen so the wind outside of you can come into you through the lung through through the nose through the mouth it can affect you through your skin even and it can um like rattle you um so in some cases it's can um liver and gallbladder the wood element can be something that is um the cause of seizures even that's of course not always the case but it's something that in traditional chinese medicine you look at it and you think about seizures like that shaking um and so that so when they talk about ex- extinguishing, putting out that wind that gets kind of trapped in the body, and the springtime is the season for that. There's more wind in the in the spring season. Okay, and this point can help with the flow of blood and chi in the limbs, so that energy, chi, life force, energy, um, hypertension. It can help with. It can also help with vomiting. And then, of course, you know, liver and gallbladder disorders, stomach and liver chi stagnation, and just general pain relief as well. So it's a good overall point. And if once again, we go back to like, look at how this point is such a large point in the body, like how it runs through so much of the body. Think about how that's going to help, you know, accessing that point can help with a lot of different things. Um... So, and you're using a point on the, on the meridian, I'm sorry, accessing that meridian, a point on that meridian can help with a lot of different things because it's, um, helping with what the point is next to. So it's literally helping with like the leg, you know, I showed you the knee, it's helping that area that the, the limb, um, but because it's on, it's effect, it can affect the whole meridian because you're accessing a point on the meridian and then it gets even more like focused where it's saying like an influential point for tendons and ligaments, ligaments. Hi, good night, Al. Good to see you. (coughs) Oh, don't worry that you're late. Um, It's great that you're working in the garden. That's a good thing. So, you know, green is the color and it's wood like the tree, like the little, you know, when a a plant grows, you've got the brown, you know, the wood, but it's also the leaves we think of too. So that's why green is the color. So, um, anything else on that point? And if there's any questions about any of these, just let me know. And I'm just seeing if there's anything I missed here. So, I just want to kind of reiterate that, um, and also, um, the sound is crying. So 
think about Gia just now, how she's kind of, <laughs> she's vocalizing. Um, she often will cry. Like that's how she'll, if she wants food or anything, you'll, she just makes a, she makes a lot of vocalization with crying. Um, and so does Cain. As much as he's a big, tough, you know, German shepherd, he cries a lot. He whines a lot. <laughs> um, he's kind of a baby. So those that are getting out of control in leadership, you know, too pushy, too, you know, um, compulsive or difficulty containing energy, um, or if you notice that they're more ambivalent, they're not focused, these are all just signs of um, imbalance in the wood element. And if anger is out of control, that's a definite sign of it. Now, once again, always check with your vet. We want to make sure there's, you know, everything's being tended to properly. I like to, I prefer holistic vets. That's me personally. I, I find that they're, you know, more um, likely to understand this perspective on things. And it's just easier for me. They speak my language. So I find that they also have more solutions to things. And the way they view things is that the body is out of balance instead of everything being like the disease model where it's like doom and gloom and it's always, you know, you know, there's a lot of medications that have a lot of side effects. And I find that trying to, if I can heal things with my animals using herbs, um, I, I prefer to do that and avoid the side effects. Uh, so, you know, you have to work with a holistic vet for that kind of a thing, obviously. Um, also, another thing to be aware of is if there's something going on with an imbalance in wood element, there can be, that can happen when there's, um, thing, the environment can affect wood element types a lot. So if an animal is in a home where there's something's going on, if there's like some kind of relationship issues going on, um, you know, if things aren't getting back in balance, you're working on it, nothing's, you know, things aren't working, um, it can be that there's something going on within the, the home that needs to be addressed to help the animal. <coughs> um, you're asking, are acupressure and aquapressure the same? Um, um, they're using the same points. And um, gosh, for some reason, I, I've had my vet use aquapressure with my cat but I'm kind of blanking on the process. It's like a, they're using injections, right? Like, is, am I right about that? Needle injections? But they're on the acupressure point. Um, am I getting that right? I don't know why I'm like blanking on that because I've had it with my cat, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But I know they are related because I know that there, it has something to do with them using the pressure points that... You know, we traditionally tend, I didn't even say this in the beginning, but a lot of people think first of, of acupuncture, which um, you're using the same points with acupressure as acupuncture. You're just not using needles with acupressure. So you can you know, help your pet at home, which is nice. Okay, so... Um, I think that that's pretty much my um, 
Using needles down the points, yes, but infused with vitamins. Yeah, that was right. That was the other things. They'll, they'll use like some kind of vitamin on that point. Yeah, they're just they're just injecting the point with something. Um, I found it to be very helpful, actually. My cat had it with a. She injected a B vitamin, which when I don't B twelve B, um, and it was very helpful for her. Um, I found. So you asked, uh, Sinead. Okay, so your cat has skin tags. They're just coming out. And you're wondering what that's all about. It can be, it could be, you know, if they're just starting to come out like recently, and it's this season, um, it could be uh, toxins um, and they might need some kind of liver support clearing. So look into that, that website that I mentioned um, could be helpful for that, looking at what supplements could be helpful. I just totally forgot, Dennis Thomas, Tom, wait, Dennis, Thomas, yeah, Dr. Dennis Thomas. You might want to check out his site and see about that. It's kind of um, B12, yeah. Um, it's kind of, you know, when you're looking at, you know, an animal through traditional Chinese medicine, you're taking various things into consideration. So something to do with the skin um, it, it can be a few different things. There's a couple of things that go on in the body that could be a couple things. Like I mentioned, seizures that can also happen with skin. Um, so you have to take a few, it can get a little bit more complex, complex, not impossible to figure out, but you might have to look at a couple things to see, um, what part of the body, what organ system might be imbalanced unbalanced and balanced, um, and it could be influencing that part of the body. Yeah. It's a, it's, there's always more to, when it comes to traditional Chinese medicine, there's always more to learn. It's like a lifelong process of learning this. Um, there's just always more. And it's just so interesting. Like if you have an interest in learning and you like things that you can really dive into, Traditional Chinese medicine is one of those deals that there will always be something to to learn. There's some people that specialize in just the tongue, like diagnosing through the tongue. Um, if you go to an acupuncturist, they will look at your tongue. They'll take your blood pressure. Um, or if I if I'm working with an animal, I'll do that too. Okay, so I'm not seeing any questions um, about anyone's pets. But I, you know, just want to say I appreciate if no one had wanted me to talk to their animal. I appreciate, you know, everyone being here and sticking through any tech issues too. Um, and, you know, try this at home. Let me know in the comments if it was helpful. If you think, if you have any questions, let me know. And, um, you know, also if you're not subscribed to the channel, please do subscribe and hit the bell so you can be reminded. You're supposed to get reminded of future episodes. I, um, it's actually my, um, wedding anniversary next week, so I won't be here. My husband has requested my presence on that day. <laughs> um, so 
I don't know if I'm going to do a pop-up one like earlier in the week or something like that, or I, I, I have to kind of look at it. I'm kind of seeing it as a good opportunity maybe to do some catch-up on some things. Um, like I mentioned, I have this class coming out and I need to get going with um, getting that all set up with the dates of recording that and everything. So um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be here next week, but I hope everybody has a good um, end of the month and you know, let me know how this went for you. And thank you so much for being here and have a wonderful evening. I love a nice massage and a belly rub. Nothing makes me feel more relaxed. Rub my belly, rub my belly.